My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Strive For More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. My next guest, James Goy Jr., is helping people strive for more in the area of wealth building. James Goy Jr., a.k.a. the Attract Money Guru, I love that, is the best-selling author of How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. It's a book that set a new standard for concise, no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point self-help books. His mission is to provide people with books that awaken, uplift, and empower in this episode, James will explain how it is possible to attract the wealth and financial stability that you want in your life. Hi, James. Welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. How are you? Hello, Ronika. I am doing great, and I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Each guest that I interview that comes on my show, I tell you, you guys are so awesome. You're such great experts. So I'm excited about this conversation because who doesn't love money, right? <laughs> you know, who doesn't yeah, want to attract more money? That everybody wants it and needs it. That's true. All right. So you have an interesting story where you were able to get out of debt in a really short amount of time. Can you share this story with the listeners? Sure. The shortened up version basically is that I was working a low-paying job as a caregiver for a developmentally disabled senior man in his home. I was 48 years old by this time. My household was $50,000 in credit card debt, and I had been working on my first book on and off for uh, like maybe eight years by this time. I was reading a lot of books and collecting a lot of quotes and whatnot. And, uh, but the financial situation had gotten very dire. So you know, we were borrowing from the cards to make up for what I wasn't earning to pay the bills and everything, but also par now borrowing from the cards every month to pay the cards every month. And so it was getting to the point where pretty soon they were going to get wise to what was happening, shut down the cards, and we were really not far from being homeless. And I had a spiritual epiphany, I'll call it. I realized that if I was going to do my life's mission that I had to do it like the time would never be right and in fact this was the worst possible time for me to do something like quitting my job and just devoting myself to what it was I wanted to do was to be a self-help author uh, but that's exactly what I did I quit my job I went into silence for the first 10 days and I just totally devoted myself to the book to the research to the writing and to doing everything I had been learning and writing about over the years and within a three-month period, I attracted two six-figure windfalls into the house uh, 
not related to the, it would be a whole year from when I quit before the book would be published. So it wasn't related to any, anything I did or anything I, you know, like earned money or, or published a book or anything, but attracted two six-figure windfalls into the house. Uh, and then, of course, with the first one that came in, all the credit cards got paid off, so we were debt-free, and uh, it was um, enough money to basically, you know, I never had to do, that's back in 2007, 2006 when I quit my job, and I've never looked back. I've just gone on faith, and now I've just published my 11th book recently called The New Normal, having to do with what, what's going on in our world right now. And uh, I just basically proved to myself and to others that if we have faith and we work the principles and we use mind power and spiritual energy, that we really can work miracles in our finances and all areas of our lives. That is amazing. And I love the fact that you said you realize that there's never going to be a right time because I I understand that. And I'm sure there are listeners out there who, who feel that same way. You know, we keep waiting sometimes to implement something or start something, and really there's never really a right time, right? You just to just jump in there. Right, right. And the more you get uh, tuned into your own energy, your own higher self, and the universal flow, you'll, you'll find that, you know, there are optimal times to start something, um, but they're not what we would think like someone would think well when you have enough money put aside and and you you know you get your bills paid for a few months this that then you can quit your job no the right time for me to quit my job was when i was in the worst financial situation of my entire life right i'd been in credit card debt before but never that deep um so it was the perfect time but on the surface it looked like the worst possible time to do it so I've learned over the years to go more and more by inner promptings and less and less by conscious mind reasoning. You know how you make a list, the good points and the bad points and why I should do it and why. Forget all of that. Your gut will lead you better than all of that. The universe knows where it wants you. And if you open your mind, you can be guided in that direction and make the right decisions and take the right actions at the right times. That's very important. Wow, yes. So you mentioned being in tune to yourself and being in tune to the universe. And so you believe we have the ability to attract things we want in our lives. So how so? Um, and, I, and not just thinking about money or wealth, but probably just anything, right, that, you're, that you are desiring. Certainly. Like uh, my main book, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power, specifically focuses these teachings, the techniques and principles, to attracting money. But the same exact techniques and principles, you know, speak as if, affirmations, act as if, um, you know, goal setting, whatever it might be, they actually apply to any area of um, human life. Every, any endeavor, any accomplishment, anything that you want to acquire. And basically, to simplify it, it is mind power. And what that is, basically, is that our minds go out from us at a distance and have an effect, right? So the thoughts we think and our subconscious beliefs don't, don't just have an effect on us and our actions and our beliefs and whatever, but on the world at large, other people and events will start to morph to match what we have in our own minds. And so that's the great power of what I call mind power. And basically the mechanism to use it is, is just really simple. It's uh, thoughts, 
feelings, the images we hold within our mind, and the words we speak. If you harness those four things, your thoughts, your feelings, the images you allow to dwell within your mind, and the words you speak, then you can bring yourself to be a very highly functional mind power practitioner where most of what you do will not be making connections and going to meetings and, and, and all these other things that the doers do. It'll be like those two six-figure windfalls. I didn't do anything. Like I just sat back and created it, and it came to me. Um, that's, that's mind power at work. But if you become highly proficient at those four mechanisms and how you think, how you feel, how you image, and how you speak, then the universe which is yourself, really, if you want to get a larger view, a quantum physical view even, will orchestrate everything. And that's one of the, tech, one of the principles is um, to think about the end results that you want and not so much or sometimes not at all about how to get there. Because once the blueprint is in place and it's empowered with the emotion, the positive expectation, then the ways and means show up along the way. And so that's kind of my loose definition of mind power from the human mind perspective. We all have it. In fact, we all use it every day. But people don't understand the process. Therefore, they speak and think and image um, uh, in ways that are counterproductive a lot of the times. They think more about what they don't want to happen or that they can't have what they want. But it's all mind power. We're all creating our lives as we go along. So if it's so simple as a matter of desire, then why don't more people use this strategy? That's a very good question, and it's really a very multifaceted answer, Um, no single answer. A lot of people don't know about it. For one thing, you know, you talk to people about mind power, and they just glaze over. Um, A lot of people know about it and have heard about it, but they don't really believe it can work, like, oh, that law of attraction stuff, that's a bunch of woo-woo, you know. Uh, Some people do believe in it. They've heard about it, they believe in it, but they have um, blocks to it, whether it's uh, self-image issues or, you know, they don't really internally feel and believe that they deserve to have more or they have false beliefs like, well, I'm a spiritual person and if I want money, then I'm not spiritual because, you know, spiritual people don't care about money or um, rich people are evil. You know, rich people are bad. Everybody who has a lot of money had to go against their moral, you know, standards and the standards of society to get that money. So there's all kinds of things in the way of actually just buckling down, learning the few techniques and using them. And so that's why, you know, in my book, I I try to cover it from from every angle. Uh, For instance, I do have a chapter on self-image. It's just one of the, the key parts that some people might miss, okay? So if you, you know all the techniques and you have some desire, but you really don't feel like you deserve anything or that you're really capable of implementing and all of that. So there can be many things in the way. You mentioned that people feel like, you know, getting rich um, turns them evil. Um, and I, I've heard people say that. What can you say to someone to ease them into feeling like it's okay to earn an enormous amount of money or to become rich, um, you know, without feeling like they're, they're going to commit some type of sin later or evil just because they desire money. Right. 
Well, the first thing I might do to put them at ease is to is to validate them by saying, guess what? A lot of really rich people are evil. <laughs> like that is true. Uh, the problem comes when we say that all rich people are evil. You know, there's a lot of people that don't care about anyone but themselves. They hurt a lot of people along the way. They're very self-serving. They're psychopaths in some instances. Um, but there's also a lot of really good people who have a lot of money and have attracted a lot of money in good ways. And so I like to tell people, well, you're telling me the bad guys have the money. Well, why shouldn't the good guys have the money too? Uh, you know, like think about all the good things you could do, the people you could help, the, the how you could share so much more because uh, of the freed up time and the freedom and everything that you'll gain from money. Uh, maybe it's your parents you can help. Just think of all the good things you can do and then tell me, how it can be bad for you to have enough money to do that. And no one ever has an answer for that. Because if you're doing good with it, then it's good. And if you're getting it in good ways, that's another thing. You can't like cheat people, lie to people and gain money and then, you know, uh, give money to homeless people and uh, contribute to charities and stuff and think that evens the scales. The, the means uh, are not just the, the ends are not justified by the means. So we want to gain our money in good ways that bless people and that are not harmful and that do not uh, hurt us physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually, which a lot of jobs do. But then we also want to use our money for good. And if so if we have a, a basically good person that we're talking about about this, I think that most intelligent people can see that, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, there is no number that's too big. You know, people say, well, how much is enough or how much is too much? Well, you know, give me a billion dollars tomorrow and that's not too much and I will do good with that and the whole world will be a better place because of that. And therefore, two billion isn't too much either, you see. So there is no amount that's too much. There is no how much is enough. None of that comes into play. It's how much can you imagine how much can you conceive and believe and access in a good way and use in a good way? The world is wide open, and, and the universe, believe me, does want more good people to have greater means to do good with because we need to counteract the other side of it where there's the self-serving side where it's very one-sided. Yes. So each of your books, where do you get the inspiration to write them? That's interesting because it, it's different for basically each book. Um, some books just come out of the blue, and all of a sudden I'm writing a book I wasn't planning on. My first book, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power, you know, I had been teaching, this is way back four decades or more ago, I uh, had been learning about this as a, as a very young person new to California, and then I started teaching this stuff in a bookstore, you know, metaphysical bookstores and things like that around San Diego County and over in Sedona, Arizona for a while. And um, I was really fascinated by this whole subject, but my first thing I, I recognized was that if this works for anything, it works for money. And that was my greatest need in the early days because I never had any money. So that's why uh, that ended up being my, my first book. But other books like The New Normal, of course, it was inspired by what we're going through now in, uh, in this worldwide crisis that we're still in. Other books like uh, my book, The God Function, um, this title came to me one day, The God Function. And I thought, oh, wow, what a great title for a book. But I thought, well, but <laughs> what is it? Like, I never heard of such a thing. 
And then I don't know how how long later it was, I just happened to sit down and have a pen in my hand, I don't know, and all of a sudden I started writing and I thought, oh, oh, wow, this is that book. This is the God function. And then I just wrote it, you know. I've written, uh, I wrote one book on, which isn't uh, published yet, it's on divine order, and I ended up writing it in, in one day. Like, and the whole way that it just unfolded was all like in divine order. So they, the inspiration comes in different ways, and but it's always it's always different. It's always interesting. But one of my books, I'm actually getting up. Like I don't know what the next. Uh, it's one of my secret books. You know, I have these like ten ten metaphysical secrets of manifesting money and so on, and I have some new secrets books coming up, and I'd have no idea what the next secret is supposed to be. And I have this in the beginning of, of that book, whichever one it is. And so, and then all of a sudden I feel a draw to my bookshelves. Okay, I got two two walls down one side and down the other I'm looking at right now. And I got maybe, this is like my fifth or library or something I've had in my life. I've had to get rid of all my books several times when moving around. But I have maybe 2,500 or 3,000 books right now. And I'll be drawn to a certain shelf and I'll go straight to that shelf and either the book will already be like shining as I'm going across. I know which book or I know about where it is. I'll grab a book. I open it to a random page and boom. And there's like the next thing I'm supposed to write about. So it's, it's some of it's conscious mind. Some of it's totally just inspired and in the moment dumped into my lap. So it's, it's a big mix of how they actually come about. Right. Wow, uh, just to hear you say how many books that you have, um, I have, I think I shared with another guest who was a writer of children's books on a previous episode, and um, I'm a bibliophile. I love books. <laughs> like, I love books. Um, I love going to old bookstores, so the fact that I can hear someone else who is a writer of books and also has lots of books, I think it's really amazing. Okay, so your book, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. What are some key takeaways from this book that someone could implement now? Yes, well, there's so many uh, really powerful things. I mean, any any one little thing, in, insight, can really change change a person's life. Uh, one is the, the, of them is I have a chapter on, and that's basically to always speak as if the financial circumstances you want to come about either are now or will be reality. That's it. That that's what you do. You don't speak about. Oh, I hope I don't have lose my job, or I'm not sure if I'll have enough money for this or that. You always speak as if those things you want to come about either are now or will be reality. If that's the only thing a person took from this interview, and if that's the only technique they started using right now, it would literally transform their lives because they would they would be doing many other techniques by default they'd be thinking as if they'd be imaging properly they you know uh but just by focusing on the one technique they could transform them their lives and then another one i think is really big and it's a great takeaway and it's the title of another chapter is think and results and so as human beings we're always thinking about the future and we're thinking about things we'd like to come about but we're also thinking about a lot of things we hope don't come about or that would be less than ideal, but we're assuming they will come about. And so in this technique, Think End Results, we train ourselves to consistently think about the end results, and in this case, the end, the financial end results we want to see come about, and that's what we focus our energy on. That's the thought form that we build up in our, in our minds. And we turn from 
anything that's not that, if we start thinking, oh, you know, I don't know if I'll have enough money for this situation, we immediately start imagining ourselves and, uh, and seeing the end result that we have that thing accomplished in its ideal way. Those two things right there, literally tra- either one alone or both together, completely transform a person's life because they're so foundational. They're so foundational. If people just start speaking in a different way and thinking end results in a different way, everything everything will change for them. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I can say for myself, I really enjoy doing this podcast, and I really enjoy interviewing each guest. And because I have enjoyed it so much, I have envisioned having the guests that I have on my show. And I have, you know, thought about it, and I think I'm attracting that because I keep getting these wonderful guests, and, and the podcast just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it, it has just really been a wonderful experience, and I just feel so, so fortunate. So I agree with you that you could just implement that tomorrow. It's just thinking positively and thinking about what you do want and most definitely not thinking about what you don't want. <laughs> not thinking about right, that. Right, right. You don't want your mind on that too often at all because that's what you'll be attracting, and, of course, that's what we don't want. So, Most definitely. All right, so what do you have brewing in the work next? I currently have four books that I've written, but, you know, I've got this process of putting them aside for a while. Sometimes it turns out to be months, and then looking at them with a fresh eye and whatnot and editing, proofreading, you know, looking at the details, the commas, the periods. Uh, But I do have uh, four books that I've finished. One of them I think I'll be able to get out fairly soon, and then the other's in quick order. Another book is on thought power, which is a more general, you know, not focused just on money. And another book, I think it's going to be the first one I put out, is on divine order, which is really a very advanced concept that is foreign to a lot of people, that that everything is actually working out the way it's supposed to, no matter what it looks like in the moment. And so I've written a, a little book on that. I think it'll be the next one. And then I've also written this very interesting book that um, came about in an interesting way, the way it was inspired. Um, but it's uh, it's basically a book to help people stay safe in this unsafe world, and it's it's about self-defense and street fighting, quote unquote. But and using mind power, spiritual energy, and common sense to stay safe. Because uh, if we do, if we live our lives properly, we won't have to resort to physical um, activities to defend ourselves. Because there's I've had a lot of incidents. Uh, of divine intervention and things like that, where things have tried to happen or people were going to do something but literally couldn't do it. Um, And so, but if that fails, then it's kind of good to know a little bit about what to do also to protect yourself because this is a dangerous world we live in. And so that's the other one. So I've got four books in in the works and uh, uh, coming down the pike fairly soon. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, James, our time is up. I can't believe that time went by so fast. I have one last question, and this has nothing to do with the topic that we have been discussing. So my question to you is, who are two people, dead or alive, you would have as special dinner guests? Oh, um, I think Wallace D. Waddles, the author of The Science of Getting Rich, 
which is uh, it was published in, I'm uh, pretty sure it's 27, 1927. And it's the book that inspired Rhonda Byrne to do The Secret, right? The Secret, the, the movie and the book. That was her inspiration. It's just uh, a, a very powerful, short, like I write very short books. It's short, but it's it's just power-packed and every word rings true. And so that would be a very interesting dinner guest. Okay, so that's one dead person. So the living person that I would say would be Sylvester Stallone. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, the Rocky and Rambo series uh, movies, and um, I'm a fan of how he has used, you know, determination and basically mind power. And I I know he understands, I quote him in How to Attract Money Using Mind Power, now that I think about it, uh, on visualization, I think. So he understands a lot of that. I'd really like to have a conversation with him to see how much he really does understand and how much of it he might be doing that he is doing that he didn't know he was doing. So, but he's a great example of the power of the human mind, and and he's someone that, uh, yeah, that would be great also. And now, if all three of us got together at the same time, me and Wallace and Sylvester, that would be amazing, I think. (laughs) Most definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Goyne. I really appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Can you let all the listeners know how they can get either copies of your book or even book you to come and speak? Right. Okay. Well, um, as far as my books, you know, all of my books are available on Amazon as print books and Kindle editions at this time. Uh, three of my books, uh, including The New Normal, which I really hope everyone reads, uh, three of my books I've made free on Kindle. So there's, no, there's nothing in between the book and a person. Uh, if they don't have a Kindle uh, reader, they can uh, download the app from Amazon free onto their computer or phone or whatever. Um, so, but all my books are there, and also people can go to my uh, website, James Goy Jr. That's James G O I J R dot com, and there they can um, subscribe to my free monthly Mind Power and Money Ezine. And when they do that, they also get a free PDF copy of my uh, book, Attract Money Forever. And I, I'm actually, for a long time now, I have not been doing any speaking, so um, I'm in a whole nother mode. And so if somebody really, you know, just wants to talk to me about that, then fine. But otherwise, you know, just use my, go to the website to contact me. Um, and I do some coaching and things, and, and that's, uh, everything's on the website. So that's the best place for anybody to start. Awesome. All right, well, I thank you so much, and do you have any last words of encouragement for the listeners as they strive for more? Uh, I would tell people that if you've been inspired and excited by what anything you've heard today, uh, because you know three days from now you won't you'll you'll have forgotten eighty percent of the specifics. Um, right after this, they hear this. Go to my website and subscribe to my my free e-zine because then they will be they'll be plugged in um so do that but i really i like people to know that mind power works and it will work for them like some people think well that sounds really great and he did this and that other person did that but i just i i don't have a strong mind or whatever their excuse is anybody can do this it's really easy to do there's a few things you got to know and then you have to do them 
but they're simple to understand and they're simple to implement. Anyone can do this. And a few basic little understandings and techniques can completely transform your financial life and your life in general. I just really want to drive home the point that anyone can do this. Anyone listening, yes, if you're wondering if you can do it, you can do it. You just need to know how. And my books and other great information out there will show you how to do it. Fabulous. Well, James, I wish you nothing but blessings and abundance in the future. I wish uh, that more money comes your way and for you and your family. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The law of attraction is very powerful, yet extremely underutilized. There is power in words and thoughts. Focus on attracting the things you do want. I know negativity creeps in even when you are in the process of desiring what you want. But block out those negative thoughts. You deserve success as much as the next person. You deserve happiness as much as the next person. You deserve love as much as the next person. I encourage you to read James Goy Jr.'s books and get focused on attracting what you do want. Write it down, be specific. Say it to yourself daily. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at StriveForMoreTX, that's Strive, the number four, more, TX, to receive daily motivational content. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.